Alrighty guys, what is going up? Welcome back to the Carter Farr Show, the Carter Farr Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to time the stock market when it falls, how to get good entries, good exits, and everything in between. So I hope you guys enjoy it, and if you guys do, make sure you guys smash the like button wherever you guys uh, listen to my podcast, and make sure you guys subscribe if you aren't already. We're going to be doing this podcast uh, around two days a week. That's the ideal goal of this podcast. We're going to be giving you guys as much educational value as we possibly can, really talking about investing in the stock market, day trading, swing trading, money management, and anything that involves finance. And if you have any questions or comments, go ahead and leave them down below and like since you guys are going down there. So the very first thing you guys got to understand about trying to time the stock market is it's, it's not worth it. It is better to be in the stock market than out of it. If you guys go ahead and look at some of the absolute greatest crashes, the greatest bull, you know, the bull markets, every year we always say, okay, the crash is coming. A crash is coming. A crash is coming. And every year, most years, the stock market goes up. The reason why that is is because, uh, you know, bear markets kind of happen anywhere from five to eight years. We just had the longest bear market in history, 11 years. So meaning there's three to four years that people kept saying there's a crash coming. There's a crash coming, crash coming. But what they're missing out on is gains. They're missing out on opportunity in the market. If you guys would have bought in in 2007, right before the absolute worst financial crash we've seen, you guys would be profitable today. If you guys would have bought in, you know, in March, of this year, you guys would now be profitable because we just hit those record highs. So all about timing the stock market, it's very difficult to actually go ahead and time it. But here's here's what I do. To get a good overall average price, I like to do what you call dollar cost averaging. So what that means is you guys go ahead and you guys buy a certain dollar amount worth a month. So if that's say you guys want to invest $100 into the S&P 500 every single month, so what this is going to do, when the whole stock market goes up and down throughout the whole year, you guys are just going to be continuing to get in on, on that perfect price. You guys are going to average your price, whether the stock market's going up, going down, or consolidating. So once you guys do that, you get a good overall price. And now here's the little twist that I do. Anytime that the stock market falls 4%, I go ahead and I double what I normally put in. The reason why I do that is because if you do that, if you double what you normally put in, long term, you guys are going to have more gains than you would have just putting that original $100 in. And on top of that, once things recover, you guys are you, your guys' gains are going to double instead of just uh, stay that consecutive growth. So dollar cost averaging is by far one of the best ways to invest in the stock market. And Warren Buffett himself, even he said that it's nearly impossible to go ahead and find, um, you know, find stocks and find them when they dip and if they're undervalued. The best thing to be, the best thing is to just be in the market than out of it. Now, if you guys are long-term investors, that's the best move. If you guys are traders, on the other hand, you guys are going to obviously have a different approach. The approach that I use for trading is completely different than long-term investing or dividend investing because that's the strategy I use. 
for trading, I like to use a couple of things. I like to use one, what you call the RSI. This is the relative strength index. So anytime that this uh, index falls below a 30 is pretty much stating that the stock is undervalued, undervalued. Anytime that the chart breaks above a 70, it states that the overall stock or ETF, whatever you guys are looking at, is overvalued. So there's more downside potential. Now, I like to go ahead and incorporate moving average lines into this. So what moving average lines are is they go ahead and take out the, you know, if that's just say we're looking at the 200 moving average line, uh, they will go ahead and merge the past 200 days closing price together and it will form this line that kind of looks like it's dragging underneath this, this stock price. Now, what that line acts as is a support and a resistance line. So anytime that the uh, you know that line is below that stock price in that chart, that is going to use that that moving average line is going to act as support, and then vice versa. If it's above it, it's going to act as resistance. So I'm just going to go ahead and do a hypothetical. If that's say we have a fall in stock price, okay, so it goes ahead and it hits that 200 moving average line. About 80 to 70 percent of the time it's gonna fall on the RSI and it's gonna to fall to about a 30 to about a 40, which uh, in investing terms is stating it's undervalued. So what I like to do is I like to go ahead and I like to stop, put my stop directly under that moving average line. The reason why I do that is because if we get a break in that moving average line, this is overall most likely gonna be a trend uh, reversal and there's just gonna be more downside to that stock price. But if it goes ahead and uses it as support like it does most of the time, then we're going to just set our stops and continue to move our stop up after the stock bounces. So it's all about minimizing risk, maximizing reward. Uh, what I like to do is wherever that stock price fell from, so if let's say it was current, if before it fell, it was trading at $100, let's say it fell to 80, okay? So 80 is the support, 100 is the resistance, and I would do a 70 as um, the uh, stop loss. So what that does is that actually goes ahead and I'm I'm going to risk $10 to make 20. Okay, that is a two to one ratio. So that's a perfect thing. You know, it's not one to one, it's not three to one. So that's just a brief example of how to kind of time the market. Uh, this is all about minimizing risk, maximizing rewards, and obviously it's not that simple like I just explained. It takes practice, it takes education, but it's honestly something that you guys should look into. Um, another thing that I want to talk to you guys about is the importance of compounding your money. So really what compounding your money is, is you know when you guys are long-term investors, anytime that stock market and the stock uh, you know falls and you guys double what you guys normally put in, most of the time, they're going to continue to pay you a dividend, which is going to overall increase that yield. So if that's, say, the the stock or ETF was trading at $100, okay, with a 2% you know, dividend, if that's, say, it fell to $80, $80 now, hypothetical, it, that dividend could be around 3 to 4%. And that is why a lot of dividend investors like to use that strategy. Uh, but overall, guys, when you compound your money, you guys want dividend paying stocks. The reason why you want those is because you want your dividends to be buying you shares. When those dividends start buying you shares, you're gonna have this compound effect that it's gonna just be this big cycle. So your dividends buy you shares and then those dividends 
buy you shares and you just have this cycle and it's overall going to make your st- your your portfolio not do a linear growth not do linear where's my camera not do linear but exponential so it goes like that so it's going to start off really small you're going to be just slowly increasing and then you're going to have this linear effect which is going to make it go absolute through the roof it's it's the j curve uh is what they say but overall guys when you guys are building your portfolio it's honestly not about timing the market it's about being consistent that's the biggest thing with anything you guys are investing in if you guys are investing in yourself and you guys want to eat right you know it's not about eating one meal that makes you healthy it's about the it's about consecutively eating healthy same with you guys want to get fit it's not about going to the gym one time it's about going multiple times in a row. Investing is the exact same way. When you guys are long-term investing, it's not you invest into Apple. You guys are technically, yes, an investor, but you guys um, really aren't you know, wealthy. You, your goal should be higher and everything like that. So if you guys go ahead and buy an a- Apple share, you know, maybe once a month, you guys invest $500, whatever Apple is, 485 which is crazy, $2 trillion company. But uh, if you guys do that, you guys will have this compound effect. So once Apple starts growing and starts paying you dividends, over the course of 15 years, those dividends are going to add up and they're going to be, you know, maybe giving you a share every every two months, which would be absolutely crazy. But obviously, guys, I do think everybody should have a nice solid base before they invest in the stock market. Or invest into into uh, individual stocks. They should have a nice solid base that acts up as about fifty percent of their portfolio. So if you guys have a hundred dollars to invest in, hundred dollars to invest, take 50, 50 bucks and invest it in ETFs and bonds. The reason why I say that is because these are going to act as your defense in the stock market or in this you know in your portfolio. They're going to act as a defense. And here's what you do. So if that's say you break that down fifty and you go okay forty dollars into uh, an S&P 500 ETF, $10 into a bond. So that bond's gonna pay you on average around a 3.5% dividend, and then the S&P 500 is gonna grow 10 to 12, whatever it is, percent a year. Once those stock prices fall, pull some money from your bond account or from your bonds and buy some stock or ETFs. That's my little strategy, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and if you guys did, make sure you guys smash the like button. My throat's starting to hurt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care.